Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. In this podcast, we'll examine the European Commission's proposal to strengthen the EU's anti-money laundering and counter-terrorist financing rules, which is vital to ensure financial stability and security in our continent. Money laundering is a global phenomenon. In the EU, estimates put at between 1 and 1.3% of EU GDP, that is between 140 and 208 billion euros. And according to Europol, 99% of these criminal profits escape confiscation. Which is why the EU has been trying to tackle dirty money flows since 1991, when the first EU anti-money laundering law was adopted. Since then, successive directives have been extending its scope and aiming at increasing the effectiveness of the fight against money laundering and terrorism financing. But implementation delays by member states and divergence of national rules have led money launderers to exploit legal loopholes to their advantage and move operations to the more permissive member states. Damien Carem is the European Parliament's rapporteur on the anti-money laundering regulation for the Committee on Civil Liberties, Justice and Home Affairs. The Pandora Papers scandal reminded us of how criminals are taking advantage of the system. Currently, regulations and supervisory practices vary enormously from one member state to the other. It's therefore urgent to have a set of directly applicable rules within the EU. At the same time, new technological challenges and crime patterns have emerged. In recent years, for instance, terrorist organizations have begun to use cryptocurrencies, such as Bitcoin, to finance their activities and accumulate wealth. The European Parliament raised awareness of this issue in 2020 and called on the Commission to ensure that activities by obliged entities which are entities subject to anti-money laundering obligations involving crypto assets, are also covered by anti-money laundering rules. Eero Henoloma is in charge of this file within the Parliament's Economic Affairs Committee. European Parliament has long been demanding new legislation to stop the easy use of cryptocurrencies in money laundering. Now the regulation is in the hands of the Parliament. It's high time to shut the loopholes and end the business of dirty money. Pressure from the European Parliament and the Council to strengthen the rules led the Commission to start working on a new plan to better protect citizens and the EU's financial system from money laundering and terrorist financing. Stay with us. After months of preparation, in July 2021, the Commission presented an ambitious package of new rules to improve the detection of suspicious transactions and activities and to close loopholes. Here's Commissioner Mairead McGuinness in charge of Financial Services, Stability and Capital Markets Union. We have looked at where the gaps are in our regulatory framework and we've said enough is enough. So today's package is a response to very, very prominent cases, scandals, if you like, of money laundering uh, in the financial system. Uh, and we believe that the package will plug those gaps uh, in our current uh, framework. So, what changes would the new proposal bring? Well, at the heart of the new package is the creation of a new EU anti-money laundering authority that will coordinate enforcement among national regulators and ensure the private sector applies EU rules consistently. Let's go back to Commissioner McGuinness. 
This authority will not just be coordinating at EU level, it will also work with the financial investigative units within each member state and have better coordination and harmonisation in order for us as a European Union to tackle money laundering at the very heart. The new and directly applicable regulation would be the core element of a single rulebook that will harmonise anti-money laundering provisions across the EU including, for example, more detailed rules on customer due diligence, beneficial ownership and the powers and task of supervisors and financial intelligence units, which are national centres in charge of analysing suspicious transactions. National registers of bank accounts will be connected, providing faster access for financial intelligence units to information on bank accounts and safe deposit boxes and law enforcement authorities will be granted access to this system, which should speed up financial investigations. The new package of rules also takes current technological innovations and related new forms of crime into account. Here's Piotr Bakowski from the European Parliamentary Research Service. Companies handling crypto assets such as Bitcoin will also become subject to anti-money laundering rules. Transfers of such assets will need to be accompanied with information on the payer and the payee. Anonymous crypto asset wallets will be prohibited, just as anonymous bank accounts already are. Because large cash payments are an easy way for criminals to launder money, the Commission has also proposed an EU-wide limit of €10,000 on cash transfers. Member states with lower limits will, of course, be allowed to keep those. But money laundering is a global problem that requires strong international cooperation. So, to address the risks from non-EU countries with deficient anti-money laundering frameworks, the EU will make two lists, a blacklist and a grey list. The lists will be aligned with those of the Financial Action Task Force, the Global Money Laundering and Terrorist Financing Watchdog. And following the listing, the EU will apply measures proportionate to the risks posed by the country. So, what are the next steps? Well, national parliaments and the European Economic and Social Committee have already analysed and welcomed the proposal. So now it's in the hands of the European Parliament and the Council which will need to discuss it and come to an agreement. To co-rapporteur Damien Carême, it is essential for the Parliament to ensure that the new rules are coherent and respect the Union's data protection obligations. The Parliament should ensure that the new legislative package is coherent in order to make sure to have an effective system in practice. As rapporteur for the Libe Committee, I consider that the interaction between rules related to the prevention of money laundering and terrorism financing on the one hand and data protection obligations on the other reveal key issues. Parliament will thus have to define a clear and well-balanced legal framework to address these matters. The Commission hopes for a speedy process, but negotiations could take a couple of years. So stay tuned. And if you want to know more, check out Piotr Bakowski's briefing on the EU single rulebook on the EPRS website. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.